Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to another episode of Friends with Friends. I was going to say what episode number it was, but I, I don't know and don't particularly care. Hi, my name is Pete Allison. This is Dave Cribb. Hi, Pete. How are you? Are you well? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Do you know what number it is? Do you know what? I was about to say, I have no idea. Usually when I like press record, I'll save the file as like Friends with Friends 12 or... Th- and I've just, in the last couple, I've just started naming them after the guest because I can't remember which number it is. So I think sure, from here on in, same. we are a numberless podcast. That's fine. That's okay. Uh, we have another friend with us. We do. This week's friend, let's meet her, is the singer-songwriter Ellie Rose. Hi, Ellie Rose. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yes, very well, thank you. Uh, talk to us about Friends. When do you first remember watching Friends? I actually have no idea. I genuinely don't. I used to buy the secondhand DVDs in Blockbuster, the double-sided discs. Oh, yeah, yeah. The I ones where they're, like, shiny on both sides, so you yes. never knew which side to put them on. I only had the last three seasons, but I think I watched them repeatedly. I mean, you're definitely not old enough to remember watching it on TV when it came out, right? I don't think I was allowed. I thought you were going to say, I don't think I was alive. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> you are young. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Um, what year was the last one? The last one was 2004, I think. I was definitely yeah. alive. So how old were you then? Nine. Nine. That is terrifying, isn't it? So yeah, you probably weren't allowed. It's probably too... Raunchy. Raunchy and rude. <laughs> um, you're probably... Is, is Ellie the youngest guest we've had on the podcast, Pete, do you reckon? I think so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's oh, good. A yay. whole new perspective. But you do remember Blockbuster, so... Yes, I was, yeah, I was a big fan. Uh, so how did you choose your favourite episode today? Well, I was saying to you before we started uh, that it's known for the one with the leather trousers. Yes. But I yeah. always liked it because it's when Joey learns how to play guitar. Which you also yeah. play. Which I also play. Is this pug, how pug, you learn to play guitar? <laughs> this is exactly how I learned to play guitar. <laughs> oh, lady. Um, yeah, it is. It's Again, it's one of these ones, Pete, isn't it, where the title of it is completely, it doesn't remind you what it is at all. Classic Friends. Classic Friends. The official title is... Oh, you want me to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the one with all the res- resolutions? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't an exam. <laughs> I, I know, but I didn't want to get the wording wrong. <laughs> it is the one with all the resolutions. To be honest, when you sent me the title of this episode, I completely forgot. This is quite a significant episode for reasons we'll come on to later, but um, there's some quite major plot points buried yes. in this episode. Yeah, there's a lot, actually, a lot goes on because there's like six different plot lines because of all their resolutions. And then also they tie up with one of the big, like, 
like literally the biggest story arc of the whole thing. Shall I read you the um, the synopsis, Pete? Yes, please do. Okay, the one with all the resolutions. Season 5, episode 11. Uh, the gang makes New Year's resolutions. Chandler can't make fun of his friends. Rachel will gossip less. Ross will do something new every day. Joey learns to play guitar. Phoebe will pilot a commercial jet. And Monica resolves to take more pictures of all the friends together. However, Rachel's resolution is put to the test when she overhears Monica and Chandler talk and learns of their relationship. Soon, she and Joey find out the other knows, much to their mutual relief, so they can now talk about it. Meanwhile, Phoebe tries to teach Joey how to play guitar, but her teaching method is so unorthodox that he soon starts looking for another teacher. Ross decides to wear leather pants on a date, but this backfires as the pants shrink and he finds himself unable to put them back on during the date after he's gone to the bathroom. So yeah, there's like loads of things going on there, aren't there? But I think they are probably the main three things, aren't there? So there's like the Rachel Monica Chandler thing finding about that relationship, Phoebe and Joey and the guitar. The most important. The most important for you. And then the one that everyone else remembers, if they weren't learning to play the guitar at the time, Ross and the leather pants. Where should we start out of those three? Ooh, leather pants. Leather pants. Also, that list of resolutions that you just read out, it makes it really clear how much of an afterthought Monica's resolution <laughs> she yeah. just She just takes some photos. Actually, do you know what? Let's talk about the resolutions before we talk about the yeah. leather pants. That's a really good point because that was the first thing I wrote down. So I reckon four, four of the six of them are fine, right? So Ross wants to do something new every day. That kind of is fine in keeping with his character. Phoebe's one is mad. Which is kind of just Phoebe. Oh, I'm going to pilot a commercial jet. Sure. That's very Phoebe. Chandler not making fun of his friends. Fine. Joey's is all about, because he can play guitar on his resume. Yeah. So he's like, I want to learn how to play the guitar. Then he gets a Monica who, as you mentioned, Pete, she just like got the camera for no reason. (laughs) They don't even address it in the opening scene when they do everyone else's. A camera that looks like it's from about 1960. Yeah. It's got a massive flash as well. It's huge. Yeah. I've never seen a real camera like that, even in the 90s. Like, yeah. The clothes in this, which we should probably come on to a bit later, mm. really date them. But that camera really dates this episode more than anything. So then you got and when one... it flashes, it's like lightning striking. It's so bright. <laughs> and the photos that she takes are so weird. Yeah, it is like photography's just been invented. You know, like yeah. when you're like, people in the future are going to watch back and go, oh, this must have been the year they invented the camera because <laughs> nobody knows how to use it or like why you might use it. And then you get to Rachel's, and Rachel's is the one that I have the biggest problem with, because Rachel doesn't gossip, right? No. Yeah. She's not a gossip. Like, we've watched five series of this so far, and she's not ever done that, and they just sort of set it up by her going, oh, I found some glasses, and she does a bit of gossip after the party Mm. about someone that's left the glasses, and then... Monica's like, hey, maybe you should give up gossiping all the time. And she literally goes, I don't gossip. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. (laughs) You literally don't. And all the people she gossips about, you've never heard of. Exactly. (laughs) What's Tony doing? It's like, who's this? What's going on? Um, So yeah, she just starts gossiping this episode. So she has something to give up. She should have done shopping. Right. Like shopping would have been a more appropriate one, yeah. Yeah, she's always shopping at really mad times as well. Like half the time she gets in at like 7am with loads of bags. You're like, stop shopping. The timing is very bizarre on, yes. on this episode as well, but on all the episodes. Is it? We've done um, a lot. Of, we did that an episode recently where the timing was mad when... Don't worry, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> when, I listened uh... to it twice. <laughs> I also think that Phoebe's resolution is completely justified purely for that line. Um, if I hang around by the airport for long enough, someone will leave a plane unattended. Yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah. That's that's a great resolution. The best thing about that is that that is the reason that um, when Joey and Rachel are finding out that each other knows about Monica and Chandler... 
that's the the device they use to get Phoebe out of the room. <laughs> so yeah. the, the writers are obviously like, well, Phoebe can't be here. What should She's she do? And she goes, yeah. oh, I'll just go and try and fly a plane. Quite a journey. Yeah, it really is. And then she gets put off by the rain. So yeah. she obviously doesn't care that much. She's like, oh, it's drizzling a bit. I've given up all my hopes and dreams. Let's properly start with the leather pants, shall we? Mm-hmm. So I got a number of questions about Ross and his leather pants. But first, fine, he's doing something new every day. And he walks past a leather pants store, decides to buy, uh, as he says, a really nice smelling pair of pants. Now, this is all yeah. tied in. So Chandler's obviously given up making fun. And this ties in with him going on this first date with Elizabeth Hornswoggle. Great name. Great name. What does Hornswoggle mean, Pete? Uh, I, I don't know. It sounds like one of the dragons in Harry Potter. But I don't know what it means. It's on Urban Dictionary, right? Let me get it up. I looked it up earlier. Well, it's an actual it's an actual word. Yeah, the word hornswoggle. Uh, so the first definition is a comical word to be used in place of jip or con. So like right. that guy hornswoggled us out of five hundred dollars is the example they've put here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever used that, right? I've I've just googled it and I've got that it's the name of a wrestler. Uh, it is the name of a wrestler. There's a wrestler called Hornswoggle. And then another, def- there's like three or four. <laughs> My f- second favourite one is um, Hornswoggle to wiggle one's finger under someone else's chin whilst yelling out Hornswoggle. <laughs> <laughs> I've never experienced anyone do that. So you just wiggle your finger under someone's chin and shout Hornswoggle. It looks like it's a stoner thing, because all the examples are about stoners. But this is the second definition on Urban Dictionary for Hornswoggle. Um, Hornswoggling is pinching the receiving partner's nose while performing oral sex. Oh. That sounds so uncomfortable. (laughs) Yes, it does, doesn't it? The example, you know on Urban Dictionary they always do an example sentence. The example sentence for this one is, my breathing hasn't been the same since she hornswoggled me last night. Oh, God. (laughs) So there you go, a real insight into uh, how they've named Elizabeth Hornswoggle. Why would anybody do that? Well, I mean, this is not the podcast for that, Ellie. (laughs) I just think we'll address that in a separate podcast completely. I bet there is a podcast for that somewhere, though. Yeah, there's definitely a podcast for that somewhere. Maybe we should write it down. Maybe we should do it. So he meets Elizabeth Hornswoggle in in Central Perk, Mm -hmm. and Chandler's really struggling, obviously. Yeah. So they've obviously tried to come up with the funniest name they possibly can. Great. Now, Ross has got his leather pants, right? And he's wandered into the apartment to show everyone, and everyone's gone, they're awful. Mm-hmm. If you were trying leather pants for the first time, you would not go on a date in them, surely. I would. You would. Okay, right. Well, this negates my point, and you tell me why I'm wrong. <laughs> but it's just I, because I was when I was watching this episode, I would be Ross. I would always wear something ridiculous on the first date that I went on with my boyfriend. I actually saw you that day, Dave. I was wearing a Snoopy jumpsuit and everyone (laughs) turned up (laughs) to like a pub where all my friends were and everyone said, what are you wearing? Why are you wearing? I said, I bought it yesterday and it's got Snoopy all over it. I remember that now. It's it's quite a statement piece, as is Ross's choice of trousers. (laughs) I am Ross. (laughs) And it was so hot because it was like a flying kind of jumpsuit thing. So you've basically lived out this episode a bit. (laughs) <laughs> minus the pace. I was going to say let's delve into the uh, contents of Ellie's first date with her boyfriend did you end up in his bathroom with a jumpsuit around your ankles with lotion and paste all over your legs yes but for very different reasons <laughs> <laughs> okay so look we've established maybe it's fine to wear leather pants on the first date talking of the first date though and this is another friends thing 
their first date is just round her place watching a film. Yeah, boring. That's like six really weird. boring. It's boring and, and they weird. met in a coffee shop. Right, yeah, they don't know each other at all. It's not like they're friends of a friend's or like they've known each other for years. They've just met and she's like, hey, come round and watch a movie. That's, isn't, that is weird, Actually, right? Actually, to wear leather trousers to somebody's house on a first date. Thank you. That's bizarre. Right, exactly. Yeah. Do you, have you ever worn leather pants, Pete? Um, I haven't. I, I don't think I've ever worn any leather Um so I, I'm not really one to sort of see. I think like I have occasionally tried items of clothing throughout my life, which I've thought like maybe I can pull this off. Yeah. And then I think, what was I thinking? Like the first time I bought a denim jacket, I was like, am I going to look like a knobhead when I wear this? When I wear this, and I still have it now. And if I look like a knobhead, no one's told me. So you still wear it now? Uh, yeah, occasionally. That's but I, I, I think like Ross has his. How much do you think a pair of leather trousers is? I think Ellie Rose is going to know the answer to this immediately. She nodded her head. In the sort of, you know, like when you're sitting in a meeting at work and someone's like, I know, I've got this, guys. I know all the facts. Funny you say that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was going to buy a pair of leather trousers quite recently in a leather shop in Brazil. And oh. they were £500. And I was like, it's just too Jesus. expensive. 500 quid? The real leather trousers. Yeah, well-made ones. And was that like in a posh shop or was that just the normal price? It was in leather? a leather shop. Yeah, but is that just the normal price? Can you get cheap leather pants? or I Only guess fake not- leather, yeah. but his ones are real, I'm assuming, because that's why he gets so hot and they start shrinking. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, he's, so- he makes money though, doesn't he? I don't know. How much does paleontology pay? <laughs> well, I've just Googled... Uh, Leather trousers, men. Yeah. Um, which the Google images, there are some which aren't quite what I was looking for. <laughs> um, but there's <laughs> there's one pair of men's leather trousers available for 185 pounds. Uh, but the website selling them is called Leather Erotics. Ooh, okay, they don't feel like everyday trousers, do they? <laughs> uh, no, I think they're they're for um, a particular sort of evening. Are they crotchless? Uh, they do have a crotch, but they are being worn by a particularly muscular man. Are leather trousers attractive? That's my question. On men? On men, yeah. No, no, I wouldn't. I, I do like, you know, men to dress quite feminine, but not, not leather trousers. I don't think they're that attractive on anybody, to be honest. No, I've never really understood a leather thing. No. They're also, I'm sure, distinctly uncomfortable. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they must be uncomfortable. That's the thing. If you're dressing for comfort on a first date to any level, you would be wearing leather leather trousers. No. So anyway, so he does that. Then he goes, so he gets into his predicament, doesn't he? The pants are too tight. And at this point, wouldn't you just not take them off? Because like, you would anticipate a problem, surely. Or would you not? Like, So he goes into her bathroom. Oh, because he's hot. He's, I thought, he's, so he's not going to pee or anything. No, he's just going into the bathroom. Because he's too warm. Yeah, he fans his legs, doesn't he, with a magazine. So oh, he, take, yeah. he pulls the trousers down and he sits on the bath and he's like, it's obviously very cold. Mm. And he's like, yeah, fanning, fanning, his, it, fanning yeah. it down. And then this is the weird bit, actually, because he's he must have been in the bathroom for like, what, a minute and a half, two minutes, taking the trousers off. Yeah. And she like just calls in going, hey, the favorite, my favourite bit of the film's coming on. <laughs> and it's like, well, either pause it or don't. Don't shout in on your first date to the bathroom like, you've been a while in there. <laughs> Especially after a minute and a half. Like, that's a reasonable amount of time well, to be in Imagine if he was doing a nervous poo. Right, exactly. That's, this is exactly <laughs> what I mean. Like, obviously, 25, 30 minutes later when he's still in there, mm. she's like, hey, I'm freaked out. This is weird. But after like a minute or two, yeah. it's a bit much to be like, uh, get out of here. My favourite bit of the film's coming up. Yeah, also, why didn't she just pause it when he went to the bathroom anyway? Right, exactly. It's quite <laughs> yeah. rude. 
Well, it is rude. Although, having said that, if you were on a first date and you went to the bathroom, you'd probably rather they kept the telly on, wouldn't you? Because you wouldn't want it just to be like them sitting in silence listening to you in the bathroom. Especially when the bathroom is so close to the right. living area. Depends what they're into. Yeah, true. Is this another story about your first date? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Ross tries to call Chandler. Chandler's not there. So he ends up speaking to Joey. And at this point, Joey... Because I had to talk about Joey in this episode in general. So Joey immediately just thinks of loads of solutions. And Ross is taking his word for it. Do you know what I mean? So Ross is like, oh, I've got lotion. Will that work? Like Joey would <laughs> yeah. know any better than him whether lotion would get leather yeah, he's pants He's a scientist. On. He should yeah. know <laughs> that it would make a paste. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's just relying on Joey, who is a notorious idiot. But at this point, I do want to flag up, you know that first scene where they're doing the, the kissing? Joey was very clever. It might be the cleverest Joey's ever been. Because you guys yeah, always comment. he works comment. very quickly there, doesn't he? Yeah, you always comment on how his intelligent kind of yeah. completes. Yeah, But I, it, that was way smarter than anything I would come up with in it that situation. It was far too quick. So Monica and Chandler wanted to kiss and he's going around going, hey, Ross, you need to kiss Phoebe for these reasons and, you know, you can't kiss your sister. Also, when he goes over to Ross, did you notice what Ross was doing? He was counting down from 32, <laughs> jumping on his own. Standing on his own in the corner of a New Year's party, <laughs> really jumping excited. on the spot, counting down from 32. Although, I do feel like in this episode, I think Ross is at his like, you know, he goes through that crisis where he like yells about the sandwich and he gets put like on time off from work and everything. Yeah. Like you can see all of that in Ross because he's got his weird hair and now he's buying leather trousers. And it, like, it, I feel like he is the sort of person who would end up just stood in the corner at a New Year's <laughs> Eve pie because he is quite tragic at this point, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the it's right, coming into right, the proper nadir of his sort of state, isn't it, Ross's? Yeah. I'll tell you who I also feel sorry for. Because who's going to inherit these genes? And who makes a very tragic appearance in this episode? Ben. Did you see yeah. Ben's haircut in this? And his Ben's outfit. Ben's dreadful his... hair, yeah. yeah his it, haircut is it, like the worst bowl, sort of like put a bowl on your head and cut around a haircut you've ever seen. His out, what's he wearing? Bright red shoes and a bright red puffer jacket. There's also one shot of uh, Ross with Ben. Um, they're both like in the same shot and it's the most like absurd like Ross has his weird long hair and is wearing leather trousers and his extremely tiny waist which is visible in these trousers and then Ben stood next to him with his equally absurd haircut and it's like it's like Friends is having this weird moment where everyone just I made the point to you Dave as well about what everyone else is wearing and they are in no place to criticise Ross's leather trousers yeah there's mm. some mad old outfits aren't there we'll put it on Twitter incredible that, outfit that screenshot I took a screenshot you took. Yeah. yeah and we'll put that on our Twitter shall I talk you through the screenshot yeah yes. please do I'll get it up here so Ellie can see it as well so it's one shot of Phoebe, Joey, Chandler and Monica but Rachel very wisely is hiding behind Monica and is therefore not visible distancing herself from this dreadful, dreadful set of clothing. Yeah. So we've got Phoebe in what looks like a perfectly normal red dress, but then with some sort of like like netting shawl over her shoulders. <laughs> Joey in a brown long-sleeved jumper, which has these weird sort of long patches down the sleeves in a completely clashing colour. Oh, yeah. Chandler is wearing a really weird shirt, which looks like he's a professional bowler. And then... <laughs> Monica in this jumper, which looks like something like a 90-year-old woman would have worn on the night. <laughs> yeah, it it's this incredibly strange 
culmination of very strange, awful colours all on all of them. It's very weird. Yeah, the whole episode is filled with very questionable. Like the New Year's Eve outfits are really... Phoebe's oh, one is so yeah. weird. Astonishing. And Joey's jumper is mad as well, isn't it? Joey's wearing this weird, like, brownish striped jumper. Yeah, it's just gross. Oh, mad. Maybe he got a two for one. <laughs> Terrible jumpers. <laughs> yeah, brown jumpers. <laughs> Rule of three. A podcast presented by me, Joel Morris. And me, Jason Hazley. In which we talk to people who make comedy. About the films. And TV. And books. And records. And comics. And people that make them laugh. She doesn't want people having a go at Martin, <laughs> even though she can. And that's true. I mean, most of my friends are idiots, but they're my friends. Yeah. <laughs> I never really understood what Hans Solo did for a job. <laughs> you don't need to know anything more than, like, he's just sobbing while being that's punched fresh. in the balls. They were just trying to make each other laugh in the office. You have to show a certain amount of contempt for your audience. <laughs> 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 Write your own jokes, in the morning, you lazy bastard. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Rule of Three Pod. Rule of Three. Available now from all good podcasts. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Right, back to the leather pants anyway. So, here's my here's the biggest problem I have with the leather trouser storyline. Ross eventually emerges. It's all a mess, right? He's holding his leather trousers in his hands. He's got paste and lotion all over himself. Make yourself a pair of paste pants has not worked. <laughs> and in fairness, like, you know, it's embarrassing for him. It's embarrassing for her. I imagine they never saw each other again. They just called it a day. At this point, would you A... Get a cab immediately to your own apartment and put some clothes on. Or would you just wander around the building where your sister lives in no <laughs> pants? Because Ross turns up at Monica's apartment still holding his pants. Yeah. What's he doing? It's lucky he was wearing a really long top. Right. I mean, it's really lucky. But even though... Also, was he going commando? <laughs> in leather trousers? Because that sounds very sticky. 
Was he? Was he not wearing any boxes? I don't know because he's holding his crotch, isn't he? And he yeah. like walks into her into the room after the paste pants. Maybe they got paste on as well. But why has he not gone home? Why has he not gone home and just put anything on? Why has he wandered around yeah. the building of Monica and Rachel's apartment? He's doing something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> that is getting arrested for public indecency. He's got to go and pick his son up who's asleep because the one day of the week that he spends with his father, his dad's ditched him to go on a date in leather pants. All right, let's go on to your favourite storyline, the guitar. So Ellie Rose was watching this when she was, what, nine years old, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe a bit older. And is this when you were learning to play guitar? Yeah, I learned how to play guitar when I was seven, eight. Yeah. So yeah, around then. Um, would you say this episode inspired you? Yeah, I would say Phoebe was my biggest inspiration because my sisters always used to say I was the Monica, and I was like, no, I'm Phoebe. So I learned how to play guitar. Did you just decide to be a bit weird and eccentric and play guitar? Mm-hmm. Was that the moment you chose to do that? Yes. That's <laughs> so, how I'm here today. So when in <laughs> five years we're looking back on you and you're like globally famous uh, artist, are you going to say in interviews, my inspiration was Phoebe Buffet from Friends? Yes, yeah? 100%. And also Chrissy Hind when she cameos in Friends. <laughs> so, so that's, see, that's a credible inspiration. That's like a no, real No, no, but not how she is in exactly. the episode. <laughs> I was going to say, not real Chrissy Hind, just Chrissy Hind in from Friends. Friends. Yeah. yeah. Just when she turns up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Phoebe, so is, I mean, you can answer this once and for all, is the best way to learn guitar by not holding a guitar? Um, I would disagree with that statement. It's the weird thing is about this storyline. Why does Phoebe get so mad? Like, what's going she on? She gets completely incensed by it, doesn't she? Yeah, like, pr- when he goes to that guitar store and she's like, have you, have you touched it? It's not like, oh, well, I didn't want you to touch a guitar yet, but never mind. It's like, he's cheated on her. I think she's trying to prolong the game for as long as possible before it actually gets down to, like, teaching guitar. Oh, do you think that's what it is? Yeah, I think she's trying to, like... I've never thought about that. Do you think she's going, I can't teach the guitar because I don't know what I'm doing? It should also not surprise Joey that Phoebe is not a good guitar teacher. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point, actually. When she goes, oh, I could teach you guitar, he should immediately have, like, the amount... the speed at which he thought at the start of the episode where he paired them all up to kiss, that's what he needs there. He needs something really quickly <laughs> to be going like, oh, uh, you know, in his head he'll be going, you're the worst guitar player. Yeah, you're, you're shit. Anyone's yeah. ever seen. <laughs> but and he needs an excuse really quickly there, but he doesn't. He just goes, oh, that would be great. I don't know why I just didn't get a good guitar teacher in the first place. And then he keeps begging her to continue to <laughs> yeah, teach him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she falls out with him and he's got a real excuse to not go back. And he's like, no, please, please teach me more of the old lady. Oh, I love the line where she says, you nailed the old lady. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. It's my favourite line I of think the episode. anytime anyone says old lady, that's what I think of in my head now. <laughs> like just the phrase old lady pops up in life. Like, you what chord it. is that? You play guitar. What chord is that supposed to be? It's like a G, I thought. Yeah, it probably is a G, isn't it? Like a, the two-finger G at the bottom. Yeah. When Phoebe says that thing about nailing the old lady. Oh, yeah. It's also a like self-aware funny friends line because they both laugh at it and usually when one of them says something funny in friends like it's quite dry and only the audience laughs and the characters don't particularly but they both are like oh that's funny like nail the old lady like sleep with an old lady yeah. it's like a self-aware joke that phoebe unintentionally makes it's yeah weird. that's they true they don't actually laugh a lot of the like their own no accidental few, yeah, like, innuendos yeah they all suggest that like chandler is the funny one and yet they barely ever actually laugh at him 
They never do, do they? But maybe that's just because they hate his He's, jokes. Yeah, yeah, which would be perfectly reasonable. <laughs> Chandler is the worst in many ways. Yeah, he, he, is, he is. So yeah, so Joey goes off, he finds another guitar teacher, and then he comes back and begs Phoebe to play. And then there's the scene at the end where uh, she goes, oh, you're ready to touch the guitar now. And then he just drops it. strums it once and drops it like quite violently on the floor. Why doesn't he sit down? Right. This is my question. Why does he stand up with the guitar? Well, she's supposed to be teaching him. <laughs> yeah, he immediately stands up. She should be like, no, First sit thing. down. You've got no guitar strap there. Sit well, the, down. The one line that's really weird as well is after he comes back from the guitar shop, she smells his fingers and she goes, strings. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, you could smell strings because they're metal. Yeah. But then she goes, pick. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a tiny piece of plastic. You cannot. Also, why has he got a pick in a guitar store if he can't play guitar? <laughs> oh, yeah, the images of him, like, properly playing it really well in the guitar store. In your and head. then when he picks it up, he drops it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he clearly doesn't know how to play the guitar at all. Uh, did you notice as well in that scene where he picks the guitar up and drops it that Phoebe has um, a magazine in her hands and then she puts it on her lap and then uh, it cuts back to her and the magazine's on the table. Yeah, I, I not, noticed it's that. It's not there anymore. So We've spoke quite a few. There's quite a lot of continuity here, isn't there? Yeah, I really feel like at one episode of this podcast, we should interview the person that was in charge of continuity on Friends because I don't say this about a lot of people that I don't know and have never met or seen at their job. They are shit at their job. Mm. <laughs> like, really not very... If it's the same person doing it for the whole 10 seasons, they are not good. No. Because your only job is to make sure... The stuff is the same. Yeah, it's not ideal, is it? And there's like an episode, wasn't there? Was it Simon that that spotted in his episode? Like, it wasn't even just stuff they're holding. Like, there was a vase on a shelf. Oh, yeah, I remember him saying. That had turned around. It's like, why would you ever turn it around? I'm just, like, this is the only time I've really analysed anything ever so closely. And I was trying to find continuity things. That was the only one that I saw. Yeah. I was quite sad. Although I did think it was odd that their doorbell, uh, not their doorbell, the peephole. Is framed. It's the last last shot in Friends, isn't it? Yeah. No, I know, but I've just, I mean, I've always seen it, but I never really thought about it that much. Now I was, I was just wondering yeah, it's why weird, isn't you it? would like, frame the people. I'm remembering that, right, aren't I? In the, the final episode of All of Friends, the final shot is zooming in on that peephole and yeah. that frame yeah. around the door. Yeah, with that guitar music playing in the background. That Joey composed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Joey, Joey <laughs> Triviani playing the guitar. That's what it is. It all comes full circle. <laughs> There is actually a um, the line talking about it. This isn't actually a continuity error. This is more just a, oh, what happened then? Is that um, Ross says, hey, no divorces this year. And she goes, oh, well, you're going to get divorced from Emily anyway. But then also he ends up divorcing Rachel this year as well. Uh, so yeah. not only has he got one coming, he manages to divorce two women in one year. But also I can't <laughs> remember because I stupidly like watched the episode afterwards, like, Straight after this one, but, oh, yeah. um, Emily gets married. Oh, right. I think yeah. in the episode after. Yeah, that's not the one we. But how does the divorce go through so quickly? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> it goes through that <laughs> overnight. Is that true? Yeah, is it the next she gets episode? married in the next episode. <laughs> that is a really good point. Yeah. Another continuity blunder. <laughs> Someone is terrible at their job. Okay, Rachel. The gossip, apparently, Monica and Chandler. So this is the episode yeah. where she finds out. Right, let's let's pick apart this from the start. So Rachel's just done started gossiping, and then nothing really happens until she 
picks up the phone later, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, firstly, a massive throwback to when you can pick up a phone and yeah. eavesdrop on someone else. Can you still do that? No. Well, nah, if people that's still have... Now. It's not a thing anymore, is it? I don't you think can, so. then, like, if people have landlines, like my family home, you can pick up the phones and hear the other person because it's like a landline. So you can still do that? But I don't think people have landlines anymore. I was going to say, I don't have a... Do you know what, actually? This is not a fun fact at all, but relevant to the conversation. I actually ordered a landline phone this week. Is it one Did of those you? lips ones? It's, it's not, <laughs> no, it was not one of those lips <laughs> ones. But I just suddenly realised that I pay for a landline, like, you know, because yeah. you have to have one to have the mm. internet. And I was like, I'm just going to get a bloody landline, lads. I was at my parents and they were like, I was ordering a Chinese and I had no signal. And mum was like, do you want to use the landline? And it felt like she was like, do you want to go back in time and use mm. some very old, why don't you send them a fax? <laughs> uh, I was like, no, do you know what? I'm going to buy a bloody landline. So I have, bought it on Amazon, it's coming tomorrow. That's amazing. That's exciting. Where, well, the flat I live in, my boyfriend's flat, I didn't know that he had a landline and it went off in the middle of the night Terrifying. last night. And it scared me so much. Who was it though? I didn't pick it up because I got so scared. Oh. I was hoping it'd be an ex-girlfriend though. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> it's also like landlines are now at a point where if they ring, like if I'm at my parents and they ring, my parents look slightly afraid of it. Like, right. why mm. is it ringing? Yeah, who's Who ringing could you? be ringing us? So anyway, so Rachel's picked up the phone, the landline, she can hear it through... Where's Chandler? This is my question. So Monica's at home because she's on the landline. Chandler, I presumed, was like at work or something. No, I think he must be in his flat. No, because he's not in his flat because the next scene, Joey picks up the phone from Ross and is like, Chandler's not in. Yeah, so so where is Chandler? Where's Chandler? Well, there's there's two things. Either he's in his flat, in which case, why are they on the bloody phone? It's like, two steps away just go and see each other no but he's not if joey yeah he's not joey says but i he... don't think he is i think so he must be at work well, he's on definitely, new year's day yeah he must be somewhere with a landline because they don't really use cell phones in friends yeah. at all do they um so yeah he's somewhere because he, but then he comes back like five minutes later yeah for the laundry yeah maybe he's in central perk it's just maybe he's on the landline <laughs> in central perk so this is the bit so rachel finds out she hears them and then she screams before she puts the phone down did you notice that yes yeah so she uh, monica goes you know what your nickname is mr bit and then it cuts off there ah. and then she screams really loudly and then hangs up the phone i was like you're monica and chandler you're definitely gonna they would hear that wouldn't they well, the way that, that monica's used to work that they would have heard that right monica's in no, the I mean, next like, they room. would have heard it down the phone wouldn't they? right yeah but even if they didn't they would have definitely heard it in the next room oh yeah so yeah like we picked up on earlier rachel and joey have that moment where they both realize they know and they get yeah. rid of phoebe by her going to pilot a commercial jet for three minutes and then she just comes back <laughs> and there's that funny line about oh i bet they're doing it um yeah. yeah so this is like the big thing you alluded to right at the start of the episode isn't it where you said a, like major plot points happen in this episode. It's, there's so yeah, yeah. much going on, but actually, this main thing is like Rachel finding out about Monica and Chandler. Yeah, and she's yeah, she's the second one to find out, right? Yeah, and Joey's really relieved. Yeah, that he's not. He the only finally one. has someone to talk to about it. I love it when they're like arguing about going into Chandler's room yeah. as well. Like, wouldn't you just be like, no, you can't just walk into Chandler's bedroom when <laughs> <Yeah>. he's out <laughs> when he's not in. That's a good point. She's like, hey, do you want to just go into Chandler's room and? get that book he borrowed it's like go and get it yourself yeah but also like also, if he's not in just wait that's what he's I mean. back. Yeah, so just, rude just ask him there's also that bit at the start of this episode where there's a little bit of a hint to ross's reaction to finding out about chandra and monica because joey makes a point of 
Chandler having to kiss Monica at midnight and Ross is like, oh, Chandler kissing my sister, really? Yeah. Mm. So you immediately get that. It's a little bit of a tease forward to Ross's eventual reaction to of, of, of basically kicking off, doesn't he? He loses it when he sees them. That is a good point. And this comes full circle to right at the start of the episode that we were talking about earlier. So Joey set this all up and Joey kisses Rachel, like a little peck on the cheek. Phoebe and Ross do the same, like a little peck on the lips. Like, you know, a nominal kiss. Yeah. Chandler and Monica are going at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they are not doing well, like, a good job of hiding their relationship up. Yeah. yeah. Also, what is this thing about kissing at midnight? Is That's just old now, isn't it? I know people do kiss at midnight, but it was sort of implied, like, you have to kiss someone at midnight. Yeah, I don't think I ever have. Right, but maybe if you're with a boyfriend also, or girlfriend. Also, who are all the people at the party? Ah, the classic friends <laughs> parties. Who are all the other people? Why couldn't they have kissed other people <laughs> yeah, yeah, that weren't like yeah. in their close friendship yeah. group? Especially given they're all supposedly single. So, you know, crack on, try and get with someone. Yeah, they're all wandering around going, which of the six people we know are we going to kiss when there's like a whole room of people? And the girls are very like chill about it. Like if one of my good boy mates was like, oh, I've got to kiss you because it's midnight, I'd be like, you can go away right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. <laughs> Joey's like, well, you have to kiss someone. It's like, no, I don't. Yeah. It's fine. I'm not with anyone. I don't have to guess anyone. Yeah. Peer Mad. pressure. Peer pressure. How times have changed. <laughs> Should we do the quiz? Let's do the quiz. I'm really bad at exams. Yes, well. Exams. <laughs> this isn't an exam, Ellie. Or you have to, you've heard all the podcasts, so you know the results of this exam quiz range from literally no points Mm -hmm. to i think one person or maybe two has got like full marks um so what do you reckon where where would you pitch yourself if you had to guess what you'd get now zero zero yeah i think i'm just i'm not good under pressure okay right well let's start shall we from the top Mm -hmm. question one who left their glasses at Uh, the new year's party i've got no idea rachel says the name i know I'm going to guess it's Tony. Oh, that's it. <laughs> weirdly, that's so interesting. strange. <laughs> You've kind of got sort of. It's actually the other half of our former prime minister. <laughs> it's a girl called Blair. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. That's like a subliminal. Yeah. You've obviously remembered that a little bit, but just completely wrong. Uh, yeah, Blair, who has never been mentioned in Friends and was never mentioned again after that, but has been at the party and left her glasses there. Um, question two. Um, name four chords that Phoebe invents. Uh, now there are six named in the episode, I think. Is that right, Pete? Did you count six? Yep, well? six. Yeah. There were six of them. I went back and checked. Four out of six, please. There's Iceberg. Great. Um, yeah. Does Old Lady count? Yeah, that's fine. We've mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could probably do another one. Wait a minute, think. Uh, turkey Leg. Yes. Yes. Bear Claw. Yeah, that's yeah, four. Yeah, you've got four. But I feel like Try I want to do another it. one. There are two that you haven't said. Have I said dragon? No. And tiger? Woo! Six out of six. That's how I learned how to play. (laughs) And what are they all in? Oh, yeah. What is the one that he says? He says... G sharp. uh, G sharp. And I thought that was such a bizarre chord. Like his first chord to learn. Yeah, that's one of the hardest ones. (laughs) (laughs) Just learning. Question three. Another guitar-related one. What is the name of the guitar teacher that Joey finds in the yellow pages? Oh, I actually know this, but I can't remember the first name. It's either... Is it Andy Cooper? Andy Andrew, Cooper! Andrew <laughs> yes! Cooper? Andy Cooper. I just Abs- knew that would come up. Absolutely. 
famous Look guitar at you with teacher. your two points. Yeah, you got two out of three so far, and you got half of Tony Blair, so <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Uh, question four. Who does Chandler think Ross's pants should belong to? Tom Jones. Correct! Mm. Three out of four. Which this I didn't is... understand. I didn't know that Tom Jones wore leather trousers. I think this is an era of Tom Jones that not that our generation <laughs> isn't familiar with. You know, when he was young and people really fancied him. I'd like to see Tom Jones and some leather trousers. Well, let's Google Tom Jones and leather trousers then, mate. There's only one way to get around to this. Oh, wow, he's so dreamy. Can you see it? Yeah. <laughs> Properly. All more flustered now. <laughs> well, is it me or has the temperature just gone up in here? Uh, and question five, you've only got one wrong so far. Chandler says that Hornswoggle sounds like a character from which TV show? Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Mate, Ellie Rose, you scored four out of five. Yeah, I'm sad about Blair. On the lightning Although round. I, I genuinely didn't think I'd get any. Yeah, you said zero and you scored four. I was bloody um, mem- memorising the magazines that Ross was fanning himself with. What was it? Vogue, he fans himself with. And Glamour is like left in the magazine holder. If I'd have said, if either Pete or I had said as one of the questions, which magazine is Ross fanning his crotch with? That would have been <gasps> so hyper detail. I just solved a plot hole <laughs> oh, from my on. memory because I learned for the quiz that on their Etch-A-Sketch board on Joey and Chandler's oh, thing, yeah. it says... Um, gone to and then it's the coffee cup logo for central park ah. so that's where chandler is Chandler's at the coffee i house. was right you were right that is some great subliminal memory there we go yeah we don't really concentrate on the etch-a-sketch too much do we pete maybe we should start some- no i bet i bet they they probably sort of made a point of always having something different on it it's probably like an ongoing thing yeah it? there's lots of different things on there all right well there you go that's something for next week Yay! Lovely times. Thanks for having me. Oh, you've done yourself proud. You've done very well there. Thank Sorry, you. Sorry, that sounded really patronising. <laughs> I apologise. Gold star for me. <laughs> little pat on the head for our youngest ever <laughs> podcast guest. Well done. You've done very well. Now go to bed. Oh, thank you for having me, though. Thanks, I'm mate. such a big You're fan. <laughs> oh, this is like the biggest up. moment of my career ever. <laughs> Genuinely. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. And I hope for the sake of our career that your career never tops this. So you can say this was the <laughs> biggest moment of your career don't tell like all the people at glastonbury and stuff that I said that. <laughs> it's fine there you go pete we can put it on the poster better than glastonbury yeah that'll do that'll do nice uh, ellie rose thank you very much if people want to find you or listen to your music and all of that sort of jazz where might they do that just google ellie rose my it. website's ellierose.co.uk that's it Keep i pay 10 pounds a month for that so 10 pounds a month i don't know i just made that up yeah i don't know definitely much... pay something yeah Good. Don't know what. Good job you're across all your business affairs. <laughs> but uh, can't wait for your tax return at the end of the year. Um, thank you for coming on the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. Bye. <laughs> hello, hello. We're still here. Look, that's the music. Hiya. The bit after the music. Uh, hey, guess what, Pete? Guess what? What? What's happening? What is happening is that we've become so organised that we actually know which episode is going to be on next week's podcast. Oh my God, that hasn't happened for like 10 episodes. <laughs> I know, yeah. This is a real throw, but hashtag TBT uh, to yeah. the old days of the podcast. Uh, next week, our guest is going to be Pete Donaldson, the wonderful Lovely podcaster and radio presenter. And the episode he's chosen is The One with Joey's Porsche. The One yeah. with Joey's Porsche. So go away, watch that, revise, do your revision, everybody. Do we know what series and episode that is? Oh, yeah, we do, Pete. Well, by we do, I mean, I'll Google it now. Season 6, episode 5. Directed by Gary Halverson. 
Uh, so there you go. The one with Joey's Porsche next week. And of course, as ever, if you want to follow us on the tweets and all of that, we are at FriendsWF. Uh, yeah. And you are at Pete underscore Allison, and I am at Dave Cribb, C R I double B. Hey, go follow us and say hello. It's nice when people say hello, isn't it? It's very nice when people say hello. Do you know what's also nice? What? When people politely say goodbye. 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 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Traffic jams, tailgating, pile ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.